Hello and welcome to We the People. The National Eligibility Come Entrance Test 2021 or the NEET exam was conducted on the 12th of September. Like every year, thousands of aspirants participated with the hope of securing a seat in any medical college in India. So around 16 lakh students appeared for this exam in various NEET test centres across the country and they're all competing to get through to the only 1.5 lakh seats across various medical colleges in India. So now students and families are on tenterhooks for the results, for results that could change their lives. And this is an exam that has been mired in controversy. This week in another tragic case, a 17-year-old student from Urupakkam in Chennai attempted self-immolation, allegedly fearing her neat scores. Three neat aspirants have died by suicide in the past week across Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu government has introduced a bill to exempt state medical aspirants from NEET. But there's no magic wand that can dramatically alter the status quo, the narrative here. NEET has become crystallized as the only means of gaining admission to medical institutions, including private colleges. This after the Supreme Court's categorical view that such a test alone can help maintain standards. And tonight, we want to hear from medical students from NEET aspirants and from those who have crossed this trial by fire. Through them, let's try and dispassionately examine the NEET narrative. Can we not have a system that allows for a fair admission process while preserving interstate merit and preventing rampant commercialization? We will have on the show Dr. J.A. Jayalal, President of the IMA and Mr. Faisan Mustafa, VC of the Nalsar University, a constitutional expert, but first, I want to go to Manimuri Ravi Kumar. She's a NEET aspirant. Uh, and K. Hizkar uh, Emmer, the NEET aspirant, both of them from uh, Tamil Nadu. Uh, Manimuri, first to you. Um, you are uh, not in favor of NEET. Could you tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself? And why has this NEET become such a demonized exam? What is the problem here? Okay. Uh, so I'm Mani Mori. So just now I have uh, uh, this September 12th, I wrote my NEET exam. The first point is uh, why I oppose NEET is like it increases the depth of level playing field in, uh, in India. So it's like already we have private schools, metric syllabus, state syllabus, etc. And in different languages. So uh, when it comes to NEET, uh, the questions are actually very, uh, you know, uh, application oriented and uh, we have to answer them quickly. So it it definitely needs some coaching. So uh, kids in rural areas or those who are not aware of need, uh, they can't get coaching and all uh, that. So it's okay. like, it's literally creating a level of inequality in a society. Tell us a little so bit about amazing. your experience. Firstly, congratulations. You uh, sat for the exam. How are you feeling? Your family, yeah, everyone? Uh, yeah, everybody is really anxious about their results. Well, we're sure, I'm sure you, you've done very well. But uh, Manimuri, as you explained, there are so many different boards in the country. There's so many different yeah. parts of our country, different states. That's why, I, do you understand why they say you need a centralized exam? Uh, excuse me, can you repeat the question? The, the need for a centralized exam. Need yeah, a... like, okay. Uh, so what my point is, like, uh, if there is CBC, there should be one board for the whole country, which will create an equality. Okay. 
Okay, let's go across to Dr. Jayalal, President of the IMA. Dr. Jayalal, I mean, I can understand. Thank you for your time coming on the show. I can understand it will be quite difficult for the government to grant relief to one state alone. But Dr. You heard uh, uh, Manimozi Ravi Kumar. She speaks for many, many students who are right now on tenterhooks waiting for these results. There's a larger problem here, sir, a perception that this is an inequitable admission system. And inequitable, equitable, it favours the rich, it favours the you know elite. Three suicides this week and dozens of young lives lost since the common entrance exam for medical courses was first introduced in 2017. This is very worrying. Yeah, first of all, as a medical uh, doctor, we welcome the need concept. That means to a centralised selection criteria for the quality-oriented people, people who have a yeah, rich knowledge. But unfortunately, the objective with which it was introduced has not fulfilled the objectives in its full sense. Because what we thought initially, it will be perverse. The ultimately, the legitimate, the quality-oriented students will have an opportunity. But unfortunately, the player of the need is mainly now the coaching centers. The business deal is going around the 24,000 crores. Is that in average we are expecting? So what we are seeing is only the people from the urban area where has the capacity to <coughs> go for the the, the uh, drilling or the coaching centers where they are keeping the standard of an expected of the need in a very high level. What we are subsequently seeing in the examinations, which we are supposed to get at the plus two level entrance examination. But this coaching center is the standard in which they are teaching and making every time the people in a very perplexed mode. I think that is literally harming the medical, I mean, the students who are aspiring for that. So we are in particular, we are opposing if there is a need, somebody can pass only when they go through the coach. And what is the purpose in that? What is the purpose of having so many schools in the rural area, so many people we are teaching on that area? So that we are, we are having. So now the government... When the uh, Tamil Nadu government is passing a resolution that we should be kept, I mean, I am, I am not uh, disturbed by the people who are dying. That is, that is not, we are not welcoming that and we are not saying that just because somebody is dying that we should change the principle or protocol. But we literally see there is some fallacy is there, some there is a problem is there which can be improved. And if the government can ensure it is only based on the teaching on a common platform, and on the syllabus which has been taught in the school curriculum, the questions will be there, people will be selected. Absolutely, it is a welcome move. But if it is still the situation where the, it is only the, uh, the people of the corporate sector, by the coaching they will be getting it, we are definitely uh, feel that this is the time for us to re-look into the needs, the way but in sir, which that's it is such a, um, I mean, that's a demand that you know that can't be fulfilled. How can a government ensure that... Uh, only there's a common teaching platform and only students learning through that there's nobody takes private coaching that's not it's not going to happen so realistically no. what is the solution then yes definitely it is possible provided you say that what is the standard in which you are going to ask the question and you are not going to make the questions beyond your syllabus why should you get a question when you are making them to enter into your medicine your questions are going to be in a higher standard where somebody who is finishing the mbbs has to answer because the coaching, you are keeping the question at that level, that coaching is becoming necessary, not mandatory. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, it's okay. not mandatory. Okay. Uh, Faisan Mustafa joins us. Um, Mr. Mustafa, NEET stands on the premise that you have one common entrance test, right? And only a common entrance test can ensure merit-based admissions, can ensure fairness, transparency, non-exploitation. Now, uh, to ask that cater, that NEET 
cater to the lowest common denominator. I mean, it's not about that, right? It's about standardizing medical education and ensuring we have a quality of medical graduates who will hopefully go on to serve society. Sarah, thank you very much for having me here. I have been writing, you know, against the common test for almost 17 years now because the original proposal came in during Vajpayee government. And then when Arjun Singh took over in 2004, the first action of UPA government was to scrap this proposal. You know, my objection to the common test comes from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. My perspective is why we are undermining diversity. When I was, uh, you know, when I, when I went to a university, the first question during my ragging was explain India in one word. And I said diversity. So this whole question of standardization. Okay. Do you get good doctors only because there is one test? That means all the doctors who have treated us all these years were not great doctors. I think when a doctor is coming out, we would like to see him, whether he is a passionate doctor, whether he is a courageous doctor, whether he is empathetic towards his patients, and no common test, be it JE or CLAT or uh, NEET, would test these qualities. So ideally, a test should test the qualities of the professional whom we are mm. selecting for that tool. And as you know, I have been writing on this, that the scholarship in United States and elsewhere is now well established that any common test, be it LSAT in United States, it favor the rich, it favor the, uh, you know, uh, people who are living in cosmopolitan cities mm. and the poor people and the minorities and the marginalized and black Africans, they are underrepresented. And when this scholarship was done, their number has gone down only by 6 to 8%. If you look at uh, this Justice Rajan Committee report, 165-page report, then the facts are speaking for themselves. We don't need any proof. Mm. The number of people coming from first-generation families, number of people coming from Tamil Nadu state boards, how the number of people from the CBSC board has gone up, how the number of students from English medium is, uh, schools has gone up. And moreover, it may be convenient for the students to have one test, but on one particular day, if a student does not perform well, should mm. he be penalized okay. like this? Okay. I think there must be some options and some But the larger point you're making here, a standardized test, one test uh, doesn't necessarily solve the problem. And especially in a country like India, where you want doctors to serve in rural areas, if all the doctors who are sitting, getting through this exam are only from urban and cosmopolitan cities, they're unlikely to go back and serve in, their, uh, in, in uh, rural areas. Well, compared to someone who's from a rural area, may want to go back home and serve in their own uh, home state. Uh, or let's get in some more uh, neat aspirants and pass outs. We have Arvind Kumar is a neat uh, pass out. Uh, Arvind Kumar, uh, uh, congratulations, aapne, you've passed this exam. Uh, aap bataye, aapki story kya hai, uh, aur aap, uh, aap aur aapne, aapki family ne kaise, like it's obviously a united effort, uh, kaise pass ki ye exam? Hello, I am Arvind Kumar from Melvin Medical College, Hansi, Satya Rukhudai. I was from the rural area. 
जो 2020 में एनजी क्वालिफाइड किया था Uh, can we try and get Arvind back on because I, I I do think he has an interesting story. We'd love to hear more about it. Uh, let's go across to Akansha Singh. She's a neat topper for 2020. Wow! So Akansha, congratulations! You topped in a pandemic year. What was it like sitting for sitting for your exams? Thank you. Thank you so much. Am I audible? Yes. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I did. I got AIR two in NEET twenty twenty uh, with a perfect score of seven twenty. Fantastic, uh, Akansha. You make it sound so easy. So oh, it is easy. Like uh, if it is done with a perfect strategy, it can be achieved. So why can't this be? Why can't? Why don't we hear more students? I mean, just give us a reality uh, on the ground. You say it is easy if it's possible if you can crack this. Uh, why do we not hear more students speaking with the kind of confidence with which you are tonight? Uh, actually, I think that uh, maybe because of the study background which they have gone through, like maybe ninth and tenth, till class tenth or eleventh, they were not in a place where they are taught good things or. Uh, Their study, their background, like their family background, doesn't support them much, much. So that is one reason. And the second thing is the syllabus is huge, and usually students get into depth of one particular topic, so they have to leave other topics. So there are uh, like most of the students, they actually feel it difficult because they don't uh, follow the correct strategy. So if they actually do it with a perfect strategy and they actually manage their time well for the two years, they can, I think, easily do it. So you keep saying they don't follow the correct strategy, but um, can we talk about? Uh... uh you know reality does this exam give you a reality check you hear of so many people who uh, <clears throat> tried the first attempt and give it another shot and they're very worried about what the results is it do you think what advice would you give candidates do you think one needs to be honest analyze your own capabilities uh, your options because you talk about how vast the curriculum is unless you're convinced you know when do you repeat an exam when do you decide not to or you know when is it enough of wasting of academic years or how much mental trauma should one take on for this what would you say to any aspirant uh the most important advice which i would like to give is that uh, like don't take the pressure of the examination like yeah it's a very important exam and your whole two years or three years of hard work will be like dependent on a particular examination but then it's not the end of life okay so you don't have to just uh, you know make it a mental pressure you have to take it as a challenge which you have to overcome and the best way to do it is by giving as many mock papers as possible so as to analyze what mistakes you are doing so like with every mock paper just analyze your mistakes and keep on improving listen to your teachers whatever they are saying they are more experienced so learn from them and learn from your mistakes and just keep growing uh, be within the boundary of the syllabus and uh, don't burden yourself much like if you have like if you know that you can't study more than this or you are just don't exhaust yourself because it's like a marathon Just go for it, do it. Doctor Jaswan Jangra joins us, General Secretary of the AIMS uh, Resident Doctors Association. Uh, Doctor Jangra, you know, many would say it's easy for the topper to say it's not the end of the world. It's just an just an exam. Go home. The reality is, you know, participating students, this, those who sat for the exam this week, are calculating their scores. Parents are a worried lot in our society. 
in India, exams like NEET are considered to be make or break. It's a career choice for most kids. All parents want their kids to become a doctor. So, um, what advice would you give to NEET students? Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having on your show. Uh, I would like to suggest that, uh, like the first thing, uh, most of the students, they are uh, pressurized by their peers, they are pressurized by their relatives or the parents just to get through the NEET exam. Uh, the important thing I would uh, uh, emphasize that uh, they need to be counseled or they need to be educated properly just to have an idea like uh, what are the scopes and like what are the lacunas they are having. And I think there should be at least uh, one counselor or one men mental health uh, professional should be there in their schools or colleges wherever they are staying. At least at Ames where we are residing, we have student wellness center. So the students who are giving NEET PG exam, they often visit uh, the psychologist or the psychiatrist. I'm psychiatrist by profession. So m many students, they do come to us that, uh, that they are having severe stress. They are unable to sleep before the exam or they are not feeling easy while, give, while giving the exam. So the seeking help for the exam would be equally important. And I think uh, most of the students, like they have, uh, they should be uh, taught or I think they should uh, be approached by the government or the teaching authority just to uh, teach them the better coping, coping strategy, like the suicides that happened. So, uh, like, uh, the, uh, I think one week uh, back only, on 10th of September, we uh, organized our all over India. We held multiple events for uh, suicide prevention, uh, regarding suicide prevention. So, I think uh, there should be more emphasis on the better coping mechanisms, on building resilience, on the positive mental health. And I think uh, uh, more and more uh, emphasis on the mental health need to be put on. Because uh, the resilience, okay. however, it is noted that it is coming down uh, day by day, uh, which we are noticing. Maniwazi Ravi Kumar, what would you say in response to, uh, you know, the doctors here um, who say it's about mental health, that people need to focus on, you know, mentally overcoming this? Is it as simple as that? It's easy for us to sit here in air-conditioned studios and say, come on, you students need to be more mentally strong. What is the reality on the ground? And uh, are there, how can the governments ease this problem of access of students to, uh, you know, to be able, able to clear this test without having to depend on more coaching classes. Okay. Uh, okay, ma'am. So, now the point is, uh, it's not like what Sir says is absolutely true. But, uh, see, uh, like, I am uh, from an upper middle class family. So, uh, I have support. I, I can approach psychologists and uh, I can get, uh, you know, I have mentors who support me and all that. But uh, the people, the kids in rural area, first of all, they are not even aware what is mental health. Absolutely. And also, Many even in urban areas in India still yeah, today. Yeah, actually. They, they don't give importance to mental health as much as physical health. Uh, also, uh, like it, the process can be made easier when uh, the, the school teachers uh, and everybody start explaining the concept in depth and also... Uh, uh, Akansha told like a strategy, right? It is like very, very important. And those and all, if if it is taught in school, in school itself, any board be it, 
if they have uh, if they teach the concept correctly and give proper exa standard examinations application point of questions the process can be made easier okay let's try and get arvind we're going to near the end of the show arvind kumar uh, let's try you again aap kya bata rahe the hame please go ahead jaisa ma'am main bata raha ki main rural area se tha to background sahi nahi tha और नीट होने से क्या है कि सिलेबस एक रहता है तो पूरे ऑल इंडिया ओवर कंट्री सेम सिलेबस पढ़ता था और ये मेडिकल मेडिकल कॉलेज में जाने के लिए मतलब इक्वलिटी एक तरफ से दिखता था कि सारे देश मतलब पूरे कंट्री से बचे स्टेट के जा रहे हैं लगभग सेम एग्जाम दे करके अलग अलग राज्य जैसे स्टेट पी होते थे एम इसके लिए अलग से फॉर्म भरने पड़ते एक तरह का स्ट्रेस रहता था कहीं कहीं सेंटर कभी कभी हो सकता था एक दो दिन का गैप रहता था तो ट्रेवलिंग में भी प्रॉब्लम आ सकती थी और पैसे की क्राइसिस भी होती जैसे मेरे पापा जी कबाड़ी का काम करते थे टेले का तो उस समय थोड़ा एडजस्ट करना सही नहीं रहता था तो फैमिली भी सही कंफर्टेबल नहीं होती थी इस वजह से सिंगल एग्जाम होने से बेनिफिट हमको लगता था वेल अरविंद कुमार कंग्रेचुलेशन डिस्पाइट ऑल दिस यू क्रैक नीट आप बताइए अरविंद जब आप सुनते हो कि यू नो इस हफ्ते इतने तीन लोग कमिटेड सुइसाइड उन्होंने सुइसाइड की है ओवर दीज एग्जाम्स सोल्यूशन क्या है आप क्या सजेस्ट करोगे सरकार मैं क्या है बता सकता हूँ मैं तो खुद मेरे ड्रॉप ज्यादा है पहले भी इंटरव्यू में आ चुका था मैंने उसको प्रेशर को हैंडल किया था खुद प्रेशर को मतलब घर से बाहर रह के हैंडल किया था कि मेरे फैमिली वाले भी चाहते थे घर से बाहर रहे ताकि उसको प्रेशर को अपने से कंट्रोल करना रहेगा अब एनजाइटी क्या कर सकते हैं मेरे भी गांव में लोग कुछ तरह से तरह तरह की बातें करते थे कहने वाले तो कहेंगे थोड़े प्रेशर झेलना खुद पड़ेगा यही सब है कि सिंगल एग्जाम होने से बेनिफिट ही है एक तरह से Mr Faizan Mustafa we, I would I just want to give you the closing uh, argument here what can one do this is an imperfect system given that is not going to change overnight what uh, what what are the small incremental changes that we can make towards having a more equitable system so we can see more students like Arvind Kumar come out uh, and emerge on the top Sara the first thing is that the syllabus of the boards state boards and the neat syllabus that has to be changed personally i would say india is a union of states so ideally we should be promoting pluralism and federalism you would recall that education was originally in the state list mrs gandhi brought it in the concurrent list we have been opposing you know secularism saying you know 42nd amendment brought in but all these changes were also brought in by the same 42nd amendment personally i would feel that the courts imposed common admission test on the country the government was saying at least don't hold it in 2016 but the supreme court did not allow it i believe that there have to be several layers of the test correct translations of the question papers and if we can improve our schools so the dependence mm. on the coaching centers should go down All right so no easy solutions but this is something that we all need to work towards otherwise we will continue to have horrific nightmarish stories coming out of uh, uh, of homes where young promising lives have been lost because of the fear of not making it through the need we are glad that we could throw some light or at least uh, keep the conversation going on this crucial issue thank you all for joining us on we the people tonight